Alright, you guys are now tuned in to another episode of Zay TV Presents The Ratchet Hour. I'm your boy, Alizé Rachamel, and I'm in the building. I'm here today with my baby, Miss Taylor Cheeks is in the building. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Cheeks. Um, don't know, now you know, you better ask somebody. And today, we're going to get into a lot of things, because there's a lot of things going on in hip-hop, social media, everywhere, pop culture, and we're just going to jump right into things this week, because we have a lot to unpack and talk about so our first segment of the week is weekend music which we basically discuss a lot of the things going on in music and we give you the rundown so this week it was a lot of new releases from a lot of artists that we like and basically a lot of people released albums singles and all of that stuff so first we have rapper little uzi has released his long-awaited album eternal take because you know he had issues with his first label they was leaking his music and not allowing him to release music so now he has a management deal just like megan with rock nation and he released his 16 song track with two bonus songs and it was straight heat from the go like it's so much different like sonically sounding music on there and I just feel like I love Lil Uzi. I feel like he's always being different from what's going on in hip hop. Like, I don't feel like he wants to fit in that. Old. I do. Every time I see Uzi, I think about the shoulder. Yeah, it's definitely like six <laughs> songs that make you want to do the shoulder. His shoulder. Now I ain't do what I want. <laughs> and yes, uh, see, so that sound from now I do what I want. He's like really cap. Like he's he's evolving. Like it's, the video, um, the visuals for one of the tracks in the song I watched. Which one? Um, either that way or um, that, the one he's, shuffle. The one he's in the the, the polo with the wig on. I think it's for social shuffle. Maybe he looks dope. Like it sounds dope. The visuals is dope. I'm a sucker for visuals. Like I love little Uzi visuals. He cause I he weird. Like I fucks with the weirdos. Like you weird. I fucks with you, gang gang. My favorite song of the track will have to be um the song Lo Main cause it's like so funny because he really people always saying Uzi's not hip hop enough and he was really they hard. Wanted, like, they, they wanted to be hard like that, but I'm like. It's only so much hard, hard you need. Hard is, it needs to be a balance. You need, you need somebody who's soft and can. You need like a, a less suicidal Kid Cudi. I feel like he's hard, definitely. I feel like he's just hard in his own way. I don't want Uzi to sound like every Philly rapper. I don't yeah. want him to sound like Meek. I'm glad that he sounds like Uzi, and yeah. I feel like this album is definitely gonna go number one. It just came out, so it's not um, on it's the. It's a lot of competition this week, though. For because I know, but it's still like they're all different stuff. Like, um, Uzi's only competition would be Megan because she's rap, rap, and little, like, ba- and little babies, yeah. But little baby already went number one, but it's just like, um, Uzi is definitely like doing a good job, and I'm definitely proud of him. And the album was definitely yeah. fire. Rock Nation over here, fucking doing the Sandman and sweeping all these artists, everybody fucking up, up. they're getting everybody they bag. Oh, yeah. But um, also we have Megan Thee Stallion, who is also signed to Rock Nation's management team. Her, she released not her album because she's gonna keep telling you it's not her album. It's, it's her EP. EP. She released her um EP called Sugar, and I have mixed feelings about the EP. <gasps> Don't. I only like the first two songs. What? I, uh, three songs. I like um Savage. Ain't, ain't equal. Captain Hook and Savage. That's it. No! It's horrible. It's not a good, it's not as good as the Tina Snow. It's not as good as Fever. You can't, as an artist like Megan, with the clout that you got, you have to keep going up. If you're not, if she, she should have released this as a, she should have released Fever as an album. Yes, Fever should have been an album. And then this could have been her second album. Like, you know, second this album is still always, been, uh, I like, feel like this could have still been an EP just because it's something just to say, to hold y'all over to the album. But Savage is mine. I only like two. 
understand. It's, I really like Megan though. That's my girl, but it's hit not. Hit my phone is cute too. I feel no, like hit my, my phone is a kick. It's like, for me, it's a, it's a kickback. Like you play in the background while you on the no. barbecue. It sounds like Kalani when she was with YG. She wanted a cute little. I can Because Kalani gave her the record. Um, It was Kalani's song originally. So it sounds like Kalani tried to have a cute little um California bop with YG. And it it. it, it it's, it's like something you play with your uncle's grilling on the grill like in the daytime mm-hmm. we bringing out the sweet tea and the lemonade Meg is a flop I, but what I would say is that I'm glad for Meg's success because I love a black queen I want to say that all nine songs entered the billboard charts mm-hmm. the 200 charts because I, I stopped it, saying it with Gunna is, is, is pretty fire for me mm-hmm. damn really mm-hmm. so I ain't gonna mm-hmm. alright so I know you about to roast this next one because you know I'm a I'm a Janae stan first of all it was horrible um Let's get into the next album. Wait, did you see how people was roasting Megan? Because she, she has had a 2.7 GPA? I, I was okay. I'm gonna get into that's that. That's not a bad GP. That's average. Like that is an average GPA. I know f- regular college students who are getting two point seven nine. They have no job. She is Meg the motherfucking stallion. She is on tour. She is doing press. She was recording an album and an EP, dealing with management deals, going to court, and still being a full time student. I just want to say you are a dummy, bitch. Because at the end of the day, why are you not paying nobody to do it for you? No, I, I will pay somebody to do, do my. Make sure like I will pay like a manager. Manage my homework. Like, man, let me know when I got my nah, homework. I respect so I can that. Take she, a break. I'm respected that she's doing it herself because, like, like she said in the very, very, very beginning of her career, like, if rapping ever failed me, I got a back, I got a back pain that's bulletproof. My and GPA, if you don't, if you don't know your stuff, you, then what you gonna do? My GPA was a 3.8. I maintained a 3.5. I maintained a 3.5 I did a 3.5 my whole years. My whole four years, and then I got a 3.8 when I graduated. I had a 3.4. Megan, get it together, bitch. And I worked two jobs and went to college, so. Megan, get it together, bitch. Megan, I ain't hating on you. Get your degree, because a lot of these girls out here didn't even do high school. So. We're going to move on to our next um person that released the album, which is Janae Echo. She released her long awaited album, Chalumbo. And I love and it. I it love is boring. It is sad. <sighs> it is horrible. No, it's not. After the first song, I was going to sleep already. It's only one good song on the album, and that's the song with Ty oh. Dollar Sign. Oh. With Ty Dolla Sign, the song with her is listenable, but it's it was played out. He don't even like Janae Aiko. I'm a Janae Aiko stan. The only good song is the songs we heard already: Pussy Fairy, oh. Trigger, No, and you don't like. I hope she don't think that I think that I she's some kind of hoe. I love that. So I love the original, and I love this remix of Future on it. No, she is horrible. I, I love it. I'm a Janae stan. Well, he may not like it, but her fans sure do, cause her whole 50, 53. Stop tour is sold out every city. Now Everybody's tour sold out. The weekends is sold out. Doja Cats is sold out. Every, but her every city that she has is sold out. Like I was on Doja tour. I was on damn Ticketmaster. Me and my dude was on Ticketmaster at ten o'clock. Dumb things went on sale ten thirty by ten twenty eight. That shit said sold the hell out. Some, and they reselling for like three grand. Some people like to listen to lullabies. I am not one of them. Some people like to go to concerts and feel sleepy. I am not one of them. That album is boring. It's horrible. Like It's a great piece of work. 22, 22 <laughs> tracks is so good. It's horrible. You can clean your house beginning to end. Like, I don't find myself hitting skip. Like I've listened to it like when it came out at 12 and I was kind of just listening to it, listening to it. And then on Saturday, I didn't really do much. And I played it out while I was, you know, just purging my crib. And I was like, damn. Oh, she got some. She got a. Her album is Dasani. She, she got some captions. Her album is Dasani, and I'm an essential type of bitch. That album was really horrible. Like, <sighs> it really was a bad piece of work. I'm not even going to lie. It was a horrible but I th- piece I of work. I feel like real Janae Eichel, um fans would know 
you feel because you feel like it because you like she's a lullaby. But when she recorded this album, she recorded this at the time where her and Big Sean had just broke up, but she was in the process of covering him off her arm, and she had did that retreat to Hawaii. So you can see the evolution in the album from her going through the heartbreak with him and literally coming out, finding herself, I guess, healing, coming through all of that stuff, and then finding like this happiness and this balance at the end. Because in, in, in a line on a song, she goes, "I'll take rain with my sunshine any day." It's still boring. I don't care about her story. You looking at it through a lens of a fan. Like, when it comes yes, to a lot I'm of these R&B fan. girls, I'm, no, I'm not a fan of none of them. But I feel like I can like your music. Like, Queen Naja, I, I like her music. Her last two songs flop, but I like her, her overall catalog. Ari Lennox, I am not a fan of Ari Lennox, but I like her music. What happened? I'm but surprised. I like her, but I like her music. I like Shea Butter Baby. I like BMO. But I'm not a fan of hers personally, uh, of so her music. Surprised. I know of her um, Twitter rants, her live rants, but I don't know of her music. Hilarious. Listen to her music. I liked her music. I gave, I wanted to give Janae a fair chance and I'm not a fan. I'm saying I'm as a listener and I'm a person that like, uh, I love music. It wasn't a good album, even though it's Neo Soul and people could say, all right, it's Neo Soul, so it's different. I like Salon's first album. The second album, was, not really. Uh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't. So I, I could judge that because I'm looking through a critiquable lens, but mm-hmm. that album that Janae put out was a weak album out of all those songs to for a general public person to only like three and two that we already knew about. I feel like she put I feel like she put Trigger and Pussy Fairy on those albums be on the album because she seen the reception that they got and she didn't want her album to flop. That album cause the songs feel out of place on that album. But that album is a flop. I only like the song with Ty Dollar Sign. Damn. That is a flop, bro. If you wasn't a fan, I feel like you would feel how I feel. Like, if you was a person that just had to listen to it. Maybe because I, yeah. yeah I, okay, I can see what you're saying. Because like, I really like Megan, and I'm being real critical. I love yeah. Megan. You know I love Megan. Yeah. And I you support everything Megan. that she do. And I'm still going to support this project, even though it's a flop. Man. It's the, fir- the first three songs is really a bop, bop, bop. Yeah. And then after the first three is like, Mm. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, I think I maybe maybe I am looking. You're at just it. a fan, you. Because like, I've been with her since but Guitar Hero since mixtape days. Where like when, when you she s- was black. Okay. Her mixtape was black. <laughs> I'm saying when she was black, like she but she was still depressed because her brother died some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, brain cancer. But she still was like putting out and, uh, that's and, and Orion did. was out here in these streets she reminds me of a Tanache yes because Tanache was a lit mixtape bitch when she, she, was, she was when she was a legacy for the new boys and then and she, he was producing her shit she got that deal and then she um fl- she fumbled she switched up Janae Janae was still hot when she first got her deal she put out the worst and then she had, after the worst she had like three songs that still did good Sailing Souls and then when she did the sold out sold out was a different feel and then she just then dropped. she did trip the trip album and people didn't get it she Drop, she flopped. Bad. Damn. Well, who didn't flop is Cupcake, cause Cupcake got a song called Lord Jesus, and that's why I had to say Jesus be the fence. This is a big thing for Cupcake, cause we know her from like Squidward's nose, Spider Man, her real, real vulgar, hard as everything about her Tota type of raps, and right now she's on this track spitting straight. Bars like she's coming with content that actually I feel like can get radio play. Like this may really put her on the map because Cupcake has been slept on. Like I stands for Cupcake. Only thing that I didn't like from Cupcake that she's ever done is that stupid ass track with Dream Doll. I wanted to punch her in the throat. Why did I like the song with Dream because she showed that bitches is pretty and that's the only reason they here. That's what I was like. I felt like she lowered herself being on that track with Dream Doll. Like I felt like. You, of all people you can get on the, on the track with, you with Dream Doll, who says the same thing all the time. I, 
I personally love that cupcake like got on the track with Dream Dog because it showed the contrast of what people like to listen to versus what's really out there. I love that cupcake released this single Lord Jesus because she was really going through a depression. Um, one a guy that she was with stole money from her and then she like he robbed her basically and she got into a hard depression and she wanted to take her life and I'm just glad she's coming out of that funk. And she's because, healthy too. You see how good she looks. This looks good. Because like. She really is talented. She write her own music. She rap her own stuff. She doesn't sound like anyone else. Mm-mm. I personally love um, Lord Jesus because it's just straight rapping. It's not structured in the way of a regular song. It's structured. It's structured like I'm just going to keep rapping, talking about shit because I really write my shit and I can really rap my shit. And it's different content than we used to from her. And I also like the song that she released before this. It's called Grilling Niggas. And I just feel like People just need to give Cupcake a chance. So, shout out to Cupcake the Freak and give my sissy a chance. Word. I feel like, you know, it would be really hard. I was just thinking in my head when I was listening to it. If Cupcake and Sukihana had got on the track together. Or Cupcake and Saucy Santana. Yeah, I could see Cupcake and Santana. That would be what? The scrippers would go up for that song. All right. So, in other news, Little Baby album has officially went number one. Earning, his, earning him his first number one album. His first album that he released. I think it was the album mixtape, but the first project he released went number two, and yeah, this went number one. one. So shout out to Little Baby, and I hope that this album could be a little golden egg because he's going through like a lot of drama in his love life with Jada <laughs> because <laughs> she has officially left. But shout out to Little Baby, he deserves this. I just feel like whoever is on his team, though, Quality Control Music, y'all need to get this man a speech therapist because he doesn't know how to talk. He don't know how to talk, and I, he don't know how to articulate himself well, and he don't know, he needs PR training. No, he don't need PR. He don't just need not to do PR. Because he don't know what to say out of his mouth. He can't talk. I want Jada to knock his fucking block off. Like, how dare you? Can we just dissect that for like two seconds of how disrespectful he is? No, we got a lot of stuff. Okay, because... We can get to di- it. Dissect us in the, in the comments on our, on, on the WeTV page, please. We got another rapper that we, we got to dissect him and his girl. There's a lot going on. Jesus be the fence for these niggas. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment of the show, which is titled Reality Bites, which is where we break down a lot of reality shows that we watch. And this was a kind of a slow week, but we still going to break it down because we still got a lot of stuff to tell you about. We're going to start off down south. We're going to travel real quick to Love and Hip Hop Miami. So basically, this the episode that aired last night featured one of my favorites, Hood Brat. Mm-hmm. We love Hood Brat here. We stand Hood Brat. And she found Miss out Nina. last night that her boyfriend was married. Miss Nina. Nina, your man was married. Ne- Girl, I love that her name is Nina because that's a real <laughs> urban name. Nina down to the ground. Nina. Nina yes, your man is married and they told you he didn't think that that was relevant. I fell out of my motherfucking he Haitian. head. You know Haitian men good for stuff like that. He said, she said, why you feel like you told me your baby mother was not your baby mother? She was your wife. He said, I didn't think that was relevant. First of all, you know, only thing that I didn't like that hood back day was she left her own house to go and say, I don't want to talk to this nigga. No, I'm not leaving. He going to leave. She left. I feel like she left because she a hood bitch. She know if I leave, I'm going to crack on him with her mismatch couches. First, you know what I love last night about um Hillbrat's, um whole story last night? She actually got in the booth and she rapped about she him. The, no, it was about how she beat up um 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 Nicki Natural because she was like beat a bitch out of her Gucci. Yeah, but she's like bitch, you swear you in your twenties, but you born in ninety two or some shit. Like 80, 80, 82. Yeah. But I love her rap because she really brings the love and the hip hop. Like most people yeah. just want to be on the show for the drama, but her rap really wants to showcase her career. Yeah, I feel like the new girl, especially like we said early, previous episodes, Chameleon, Suki, and her are like bringing the hip hop like. I, what you here for? Like you here for some for some work? Like you got some shit that we actually want to listen to? Nah, I love that. Even with the scene when they went to that um little Texas bar and it wasn't they crowd. <laughs> 
Hoodbrat and Suki was like, we is not doing this. And I love that. I mean, Suki and Chameleon was like, we are not doing this. I love that Hoodbrat was like, girl, I'm getting my bag regardless. Yeah, we got paid. And I'm going to perform for these hilly billies. And we going to get this. And they was, them hilly billies was feeling that shit. They, they was, was twerking. They was getting it. I said, look at them. Mm-hmm. But we also going to get into... Trick Daddy quitting the show on the show because he was mad that they released his mugshot on the show and he was saying that they are using him for a story and making him the clown of the show. And I feel like that's true. I do feel like they had to talk about it because this you on the show, they have to talk about it, but I feel like where they took it too far was trying to make other cast members talk about it, asking for the picture, keep telling Joy, because you know when you're on the show, they tell you to do stuff. I feel like they keep telling Joy to talk about it. They even tried talking to Trina, make Trina talk about it, but Trina like, look, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Because Trina, uh, she don't need the show. The show needs Trina. Trina and Trina knows and that's outside of this show, outside of music, this is her brother. Like, this is her 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 her, family. Yeah, so she wasn't going to do it. And I feel like, even Joy, Joy, you see Joy's reluctant. Like, Joy's like, I'm not talking about him getting locked up. I'm talking about him getting locked up. She want to make him better. Joy, that's Joy. Joy want to make him better. She's like, he got locked up, but you got locked up because you have cocaine on you. Like, what's wrong with you like she gets to the deeper part but, and i feel like trick keeps running away from all his problems because he doesn't want to talk about the drugs he don't want to talk about sleeping the wheel he don't want to talk about his lupus you have to talk about something but, trick like you're on this show i'm sure you're getting one of them big checks like yeah. trick trina remy ma joe budden they get millions yeah. of dollars to be on episodes speaking of millions of dollars they get millions of dollars to be on episodes that's why i love in hip-hop new york only had 10 episodes yes Usually they have like 24, like, or like a regular patch is 16. 16. 16 to 15. 16 Inclu- to 24. That's the regular, like, including um, the reu- Including the reunion. And I just seen that basically they, on- they only had um 10 episodes because that cast is brings money. Because money. I know Jim Jones needed a bag. Erica costs money. Erica Chrissy costs money. Safari costs money now because he on more than one. Yandy costs money already. Rich Dollars costs money already. Joe Budden costs money. Joe Budden and Remy get a million dollars. And I know y'all had to pay to get Olivia and Cisco back. Joe Budden gets, um, let me tell you, Joe Budden gets a million dollars. That's what Double Dogs is saying, mm-hmm. right? Remy, first, when she first came on, was getting a million. Remy Ma gets 1.5 million. That's right, Remy. Remy Ma gets one point, and that's not with her and Papoose. That that is that is her alone. Papoose get a calm check too. That's right. But shout out to Remy Ma. Also, we're gonna get into Amada La Negra and Shay clashing over MJ, which is um Shay's brother. brother. Amada broke up with him because he was using her, and well, she found she out met up with her ex, his ex. <laughs> and Prima Donna set that shit up. Yes, yeah, real sneaky, like. But um, basically, um, when Amada met up with MJ's ex. A lot of the stories she was telling him was stuff that Amada was going through, Sounded and she familiar. felt like MJ was using her as well. So her Shay and M, um, her Shay and JoJo went to a spa date, and basically Shay kept trying to bring it up. Amada just is tired of people telling her how to live her life, and when um, Amada and Shay clashed, um, MJ happened to walk in with some flowers, and Amada wasn't feeling it. So. I definitely just feel like Shay needs to mind her business. Shay needs to get. I feel like she's she's overstepping. Like Shay is your brother, but bitch, it's my relationship, and I don't want to talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about it, or I'm handling things in my own way. Every time Shay butts in, it's like she fumbles it even more. Like I feel like if you would have gave him out of time, she would have got back with him. I feel like come and make it worse. Yeah, I feel like um Kenny Kenny like he said on Instagram like Shay is getting where she fit in, and I can say this as somebody who has a brother and who has a brother has been in relationships that I have been friends or got really close to with their girlfriends and stuff like that. I'ma stand for my brother to a certain point. You know your brother. And I know how my brother is. So if I see my brother fucking up and the girl's like, I'm going through this and that, I'm, I'm a woman first. Sis, run. 
run because I know him. You know what I mean? I feel like Shay's advocating for her brother so much because she thinks she wants him to be on a certain platform and be in this light as I'm out of negative, but he's not. I feel like Shay using her brother for a storyline because too. she doesn't have a storyline. And your brother's a bum, a he's a bum. Just be like, yo, this, this my bummy ass brother. I feel like Amada needs to leave um Shay and this boy alone and just focus on her career because you are um you have more of an opportunity than anybody on the show. Not only are you a great pop artist, you're, you're a Latin, Latin artist, artist. you're a crossover big. artist, you are actress, you do fucking telenovelas. Like, mm-hmm. why are you fooling around with this broke boy with a fedora? A fedora! Dora, we're gonna move on to the next, our final love hip hop Miami moment, which is Trina going back home to the Bahamas to celebrate her mom's life, and it was just such a sweet thing to see because we never get to really see much about Trina. I feel like she's a very private person. She's always been, and I like that we got to see her go home and see her family members from her mom's side. They all look alike. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful people. They beautiful. talked about her stepdad who was murdered in the streets. He, um, he Trina calls him her dad because he since she was little, he, he raised her and stuff like that. And she was just like crying and but happy at the same time saying, at least my mom gets to be with him because he really loved my mom the whole time he was there. I found it interesting in that scene um, that we all know that Bobby's her cousin. From her from, dad's side. From, from her dad's side. So he didn't know about Willie, the, who is um, her stepfather, who she claims to be her father. And I loved that they show Bobby being so respectful in that light. He always have respect for Trina, though. I know, but... people that work with Trina, he don't like. Yeah, but I mean, even in that, like, he didn't know nothing about that situation. He was just like, you know, if you don't mind, like, how did he pass away? Oh, my God, he took such good care of you. Just in that... And it's just so crazy, because usually family dynamics like that are so sticky. And, you know, I bet you all of her family knows that, like, her real dad abandoned her. And, like, look, her, look at her being so close with this person from her father's side. And her family and seeing how Bobby and Joy are also so very close. Because in the next scene, following up, we see Joy bring, um... Trina mother um, ashes to the Bahamas and stuff too and Bobby got really emotional about it he's like yo like I swear Trina mother was the realest like I was able to talk to her about anything and Joe was saying the same thing and I'm like look how no matter where you come from like family is family and I really appreciate um, Trina showing that in that aspect on the show like Bobby, my, my my cousin from my father's side, enjoys my cousin from my mother's side, and we just get along together and we just vibe as family. We hear for each other, holding it down. We don't really see that in black families very much, especially on TV. And this was something beautiful to very see. And I love to see that even though Trick was tight, and he was saying, "Oh, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't filming. I'm quitting the show." He pulled up on them. It was a moment. It was really really cute. Like we love drama. I love drama. I love trash. I love it ratchet. I love it messy. But this was something like the nice little. Of, of, of niceness. It was a moment. We're going to move on to Love & Hip Hop New York, which this was the finale this week. So first it started off with Olivia and Rich clashing about the money situation and the songs that they had, which was December and Walk Away. So basically, Olivia was feeling away because she was just saying like things like um she never got paid for the songs. They actually paid the writers to say that Olivia wrote the songs. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, if you paid the writers to say Olivia wrote the songs, she she would be on the writers' credits. And so she's she not get, on December. She would get money back. I got December downloaded on my phone, and she is not on those writer credits. But my thing is, I def um um basically Olivia Cisco told Olivia that Rich was stealing the money. Like she he didn't tell her that. He told her how he to go insin- search. He insinuated. He it. made her think about it and made her learn. To- told her how to go search for the money. Sure. And I definitely feel like Olivia is old money because Rich wouldn't be going so hard. He wouldn't be trying to get paperwork. Cisco wouldn't be trying to lie about it. I definitely feel like they used this girl and played this girl as a pawn yeah. against each other in their bigger beef. But I'm gonna get more into. All right, so let's break it down here. Do you feel like Olivia is old money? I do. I feel like. 
even if she didn't write the songs and she didn't do all the stuff like that, all the hard working that the producers like Rich is saying, just for the simple fact of that you kind of left her high and dry and you said to put the told the writers to put that she wrote the song on it, even if you didn't give her the full what he said, um, $117,000, some shit like that, break her off. I don't feel, all right, so I feel like she's definitely owed some of that, like you're saying. Some. But I do feel like she's coming back because she's sour because her career didn't go in the way of like the K Michelles or like the other girls that's singing and the, like got, the Lyricas even Lyrica career is doing a little something and, and, and 50 fucked her over and so did Rich and I feel like she's just here for sour grapes and I definitely feel like she's owed a little something and I definitely feel like it's something wrong with Rich because why are you so mad why are you trying to pull up paperwork yeah. like you look like a, you giving guilty energy yeah you giving you giving you giving you owe that bitch her money yeah you giving like like you like you did something that you wasn't supposed to be doing. You giving me sneaky, but we're gonna move on to more creep squad drama when all of them met up and they clashed because Rich was holding a secret that basically Peter Gunn's baby mama Amina, which we love here, yes. spent the night at Cisco's house. Two Super Bowls ago. Two Super Bowl Super Bowls ago, but nothing happened from Cisco and Amina even said nothing happened. But Cisco and Amina always been close. If you watch the Since show back. Before she got with Peter. And basically they said nothing happened and. Rich, I feel like that was a bitch move on Rich's part. I feel <laughs> that like was Rich, a bitch move, but it was a good move. Rich is always starting with Cisco, and he just never wanna like the hands, cause Cisco be fucking them up low key, like. Cause he Puerto Rican. Cisco, <laughs> Cisco, fucking slam Peter and rock. I swear you can put a blade underneath his tongue and sling, sling. No, I liked when um Peter was sitting in the car and secu- all them big ass security was on Cisco. Cisco threw them and just ran and just rocked. Nigga said, "Okay, I call your baby mother." <laughs> cause why would why would Peter bring up that man, baby mother? You know he loved his black. Baby Baby mother. And he love Amina. You know how I feel about Amina. No, Peter don't love Amina. Peter, Peter love Tara. Peter loved Tara, but Amina was my favorite, but Peter definitely loved Tara. Um, he loved Amina because Amina is the one that got away because he's like, damn, I had two kids because he had Bronx and what's the other daughter name? Um, I don't know. Corey. Because he's had two kids with the same name. I feel like he don't love Amina, but I feel like Amina was too good for him anyway. Like She was too, and that's what he and, knows, and that's why he holds, he holds her so close. And I always feel like this is like my love and hip-hop gym is I always feel like Amina let the drama overshadow her career because she's really a talented singer. Her and her sister, but low key, shout out to Black Butterfly. Black Butterfly was the shit back in the day. I just feel like she let this motherfucker, this old man, fuck up her career. Like, Amina had so much promise, even coming on the show, because they had one of the best love and hip hop storylines. Of course. Ever. Yes. I could still I could still be watching them three go it. still be, yes, because it was good. Three, four. But I feel like, um,. She shit. let that shit overshadow her career. Peter you supposed to be singing in the studio, then, bitch, my man. Like, you supposed to be, na 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 Peter, I'm going to fuck you up. Give yeah. us some singing. Like Peter Guns laid the groundwork from Indices and his baby mothers. Yeah, definitely. But I feel like she should have, um, fucking, Amina should have had that hood brat mentality. Mentality. Like, let me sing, then give y'all the drama. Let me rap, then give y'all the drama. But we're going to move on to the next um, Love and Hip Hop New York story, which is Jen gives the ring back to Fresha and She's says that they need to, um, work on things but she doesn't want to get married my thing with Jen is she's I just feel like, dumb bitch that ring is on layaway you I'm supposed to hold on to that I feel like Jen's problem is that she's definitely harping on the negative like she's just so on this Jada thing like girl he chose you He's gonna give this girl her money back. Like Jen just wants to argue, 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 argue. Like let it go, mamas. You got the ring. You got your little proposal and your little mink on the rooftop with the wind and everybody looking stupid. Yeah, rented mink and your rented ring. I just feel like Jen is just doing too much, and I I really felt bad for Fresha in that moment. Like 
I don't feel bad for Fresha because Fresha, you put yourself in a situation. But Jen is doing the most because, bitch, you know you're not going nowhere. And I just feel like Fresha needs to just admit that he's not in love with her no more. He's just been with her for so long that it's just cheaper to keep her. Okay. And it ain't cheaper because y'all renting everything and fucking Owen taking out loans and shit. Word. But I feel like Fresha is in a space where he's just like, he been with her for so long, he probably can't see himself without her. But I don't feel like he wants to be with her anymore. Like, even from the way he was talking to Jenna Ski in, in the early on, yeah. or even the way that he told the girl Jada he loved her in the studio. I feel like when you with somebody that long, for, for especially as young as they were, because he said they've been together since they were like 13, 14, mm-hmm. you feel robbed of your youth, like those experiences, because you don't get to have those experiences because you're with somebody. You know what I mean? But that's your fault. And, and that's why, when you're not, if, if that's your fault, because you have a choice to be like, all right, we can, you know, make arrangements of what you need to do. Don't try to act out now that we. 10, 15 years down the line and now you trying to fill in your oats and shit like that. Jen, you know you're not going nowhere and Fresha, like you said, it's cheaper to keep her and all your rent is shit and I guess you take that ring back and put it back, take it back to the jewelry store so you can take and put it towards your loan. I just feel like I'm over them. I'm over Jen. I like Fresha as a character on the show. Jen is just annoying to me but we're gonna move on from them which is our final love of hip hop New York story. Yandy and Miss Judy went to pick up Mandisi's from prison. As you guys know, Mandisi is already out of jail and I'm just so happy for you because she really stuck it through and she was a down wife like she really when she she's a wife still girlfriend like yandy really got married five years ago she didn't get married she had a ceremony she had her ceremony marriage five years ago and every anniversary she spent alone by herself and i'm just glad to now she can really spend one with Mendeecee because it was coming up when she went to pick him up. And I'm just so happy for my girl Yandy because I love my Yandy pants and that is my pud. And I'm just happy. I'm I'm happy that Mendeecee's free. Like, yes. I don't want him to be in jail. Like, he got in jail for something that he did Eight before years ago. he even had children. Yeah. And now his children have to grow up without a father. For four years he's been gone. His son was a kid when he left and now his son is a teenager. Yeah, well, he's... Little Mendeecee's a teenager Yeah, he's like 13 now. Well, he was... He, 14. And he went away when it was, what, four years ago, right? Yeah, and that's so sad. That's a long time. But I'm so glad Mendeecee's is out. Free the black man. I just hope you didn't snitch Mendeecee's. So we're going to move on to Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's so much going on in Atlanta. Oh my God. So Kenya Moore filed for separation from, in this episode, because that's past tense. She filed for separation with um her husband, Mark Daly, because they had a big blow up after his um charity event gala in an Uber where he was going so crazy that the driver had to tell him, sir, can you step out? So after that, the ladies had, um they already planned a trip to Greece. They was wondering if Keyonce was going to come or not. And Keyonce, Miss Kenya Moore, came last minute, but she arrived. And basically at the dinner, Nene, Cynthia went to Nene like, oh, this is a good moment to you talk to Kenya about it because, you know, you um you've been married for the longest. Nene's actually one of the longest married housewives ever. Her and um Greg, her Greg, but um I'm talking about her and um what's the other lady, Lisa Vanderpump. They've oh, yeah. been married the longest out of all the housewives. Yes. So basically, with, um, the, with their divorces, which is so funny. Yeah, even with their divorces getting back together. But I'm just saying, Miss Nene tried to talk to Kenya, and it just went bad because basically. Nene tried to um, be the bigger person, but Kenya didn't want to hear it. Of course. And I get both parts of why they clashed again, because this is the they clashed again, again, and again. I get why they clashed this time, because at the end of the day, Nene was trying to be the bigger person, because Cynthia went to her to talk to her about marriage. But my thing is, I get Kenya's point, too, because we've been throwing so much mud at each other. I don't want to hear it's like, from I you. don't want to hear it. It's like... And I don't know if you come in genuine or not. And then it's like, we throwing so much mud, bitch... 
I don't know when it's time to stop. I'm so used to you, and I don't like. I'm so used to you being one way with me. I'm not even used to your kindness. Yeah, and so I don't I, know if you coming genuinely here or you coming here to get the tea from me and just throw it back in my face when you t- when you tie at me again. So, so I'm not telling you shit. I see where both of them is coming from, but I definitely feel like Nini is always trying to play victim and always trying to make Kenya look like the villain. But I feel like with them, it's just a miscommunication because they're both similar to me. Like they both the same type of girl. Like they both think they the alpha female like yeah. but I feel like Kenya just carries herself just a tad bit better than Nini yes I, I can see what you're saying but I definitely like Kenya more than I like Nini yeah, like she's so more likable that's, and that's so when she carries herself with the alpha you be like alright bitch you got it like I see you bitch cause you carry yourself so Nini just carry herself like just so very like unlikable yeah and like, that's what makes higher than thou like you can't touch her, her like her shit don't stink that's what her son baby mama said and, that, and a bitch like that you need to bring down to size like Bring that and shit that's why f- I feel like she don't like Kenya on the show because when Kenya was on the show, she's the most. When Kenya wasn't on the show, she was the most dominant person. Like she was the queen, but now that Kenya is back, it's competition. Kenya is the queen. Like everybody wants to know about Kenya. All the people want to hear about Miss Beyonce. Yeah, I definitely feel like Kenya stole the crown. Like she's the one. Kenya and Loki. Marlo too. Marlo is definitely like give her her. Peach. I feel like give Marlo her peach. Give and her her peach. Cut Nini shit in half and just give it to Marlo. Give Nini half a peach and give Marlo her peach. I feel like Marlo deserves because Marlo be bringing the fashions and Marlo is drama. And she brings the kids. The kids are so cute. Which Mar- her, her nephews were so cute. Both they are really cute, but Marlo and well is, behaved too. Marlo is drama. I love it. She's drama because she didn't have to do all of that at that charity event. Did you see? Did you hear lip service? How Nini was dragging Kenya again. Again, she's been on a whole tour dragging them, but also like it's like Nini is really bothered. Like this woman, why are presence. you so mad? I'm like I don't understand. I don't understand. I want to just do. I don't understand. Like it's really like um, it's like she's so bothered by Kenya because she don't want to see another person rise. Like even it was a time when even you could tell that Nini was so bothered by um Candy. Yes. Because everybody know that Candy is the money maker on that show. Candy gets an unlimited coin. All her businesses work. Nothing flops that Even Candy the one that in. got shot up just a couple of weekends ago is doing and good. And being that it got shot up, she already got herself a spinoff. Yeah. Like, she knows what she's doing. She knows how to old, capitalize. Old Lady ain't getting a TV show. And um, Riley is DK, too, um, getting, a little spin, getting a little show. But I'm saying, like, she knows how to capitalize. And that's why Nene just don't like people who are doing better than her. Because nobody's interested in her bum-ass sons. She's that friend that wants you to do good, but not as good, good as, as her. Yeah. Like, that's who Nini is. Like, even with Cynthia, she's getting mad that Cynthia's in love. Like, she's so bothered by so everything. she's still kicking it with Greg, which I think is so shady. I'm, I'm over Nini. We're gonna move on. That was Reality Bites for you guys. We're gonna move on to our next segment, which is a new segment I like to... I created. It is called Prison Problems, okay? <laughs> Where we talk about... Everything going on with everybody. Why everybody is locked up? I'm what locked is going up, on? They won't let me out. Oh, they, they won't, won't let me out. out. They won't let me out. No, they, they won't, won't let me out. Hey, call me and give you no money, okay? So don't try to sue. <laughs> We're gonna start off with Pleasure P from Pity Ricky Ricky Ricky. He was arrested earlier on last week for hitting a worker at Checkers, checkers. with his food. First of all, Checkers is cancer in a box. Bro, why are you eating at Checkers? They what? It's cancer in a box. You eat a whole bunch of, uh, eat a 20 piece of Checkers wings, your heart feel like it's about to stop. I never had Checkers before. Really? Mm-mm. It's good as fuck, but going down, you break up my heart. I never I- had Checkers. But bitch, I worked fast food before and I wish a motherfucker would come in there and hit me with some motherfucking, <laughs> uh, especially a famous motherfucker. I'm going to beat your ass. He said she got, he got his order fucked up and they was talking spicy, so he, he, Bop that bitch. 
No, there's no reason to be coming in there hitting somebody with some fool. And then he gonna go on the blogs and say, don't believe everything you hear. But it's like did you, you did get arrested for it. That mugshot, that eye, that left eye was looking real red. Real lazy, right? Because he... I don't think Pleasure P is on that. But remember he came on Bad Girls Club? Yep. But I love Pleasure <laughs> P. I don't think he was he on that sugar booger, that booger sugar. He might be. But I just feel like he really did hit that person with the fool because they ain't going to lock you up for no reason. And I can't wait till they release some footage because you I, know it's footage. I know it's footage and I can get it, bro, because I've been wanting to bop some bitches in definitely McDonald's and Burger King all the time. Fucking... I don't don't fuck. Don't I wish me. a bitch would come to my job and try to bop me with any bitch. Yo, it's been plenty of times. Shout, I'm gonna tear that ass. Shout out to my sister because she could tell you about some infamous times we had to bop bitches in in, in, in fast food restaurants. Shout out to all the fast food workers because y'all don't deserve this. Y'all don't deserve. When y'all try hard, but when this. you when you throwing credit cards or sliding change or tell me what doing the head nods when your head start rolling like at the exorcist i feel like you're trying to do something and i'm from brooklyn and in my head when you start doing a clap clap or the head rolling i feel like you're trying to hit me or you might be spitting in my drink giving me the special in the back so i'm not with it don't play with me girl shout out to all the fast food workers because mm-hmm. it's ghetto people like this one over here that likes to come in but we're gonna move on to our next topic which is Nicki minaj husband kenneth petty was arrested and this was reported by tmz he was arrested for failing to register as a sex offender in Los Angeles. Don't know about those problems. I, you know what I feel about this subject? I <laughs> come, feel like... Come on, come on, Maya. People need to separate Nicki Minaj from Kenneth Petty when it comes to this specific issue. Because, Wait. no, the whole issue at Carnival, you could put him in that because that's her husband and he was protecting her. This happened Protect before... Protecting her from what? From the artists? You don't know about people... A lot of American people don't know about... Um, Carnival and they don't know about They stay your ass home No it's not stay your ass home You're gonna get to learn A lot of people don't know about People coming up on you Dancing like Especially if you You with a girl Say I'm with you Cause I only know about this Cause I am black I'm not Caribbean I'm just black I only know about this stuff Because um basically I grew up in Fla- I went to high school in Flatbush Of course Before I went to high school in Flatbush I did not know about a Labor Day I did not know about um Reggae music. I did not know about black people from different places. Like when I first met my first Caribbean person, I'm like, why the fuck are you talking like this? So it's a lot of Americans that don't know about Caribbean culture. But after I went to high school, I got well within Caribbean culture because I started going to Labor Day. Most of my friends are Haitian. Like, mm-hmm. so I got to learn about it. So a lot of American people don't know that people gonna walk up on you dance. Cause if I did not go there and I'm with my partner and let some man come up, I'm gonna <laughs> knock you on your shit. What do you do? Come up with the little <laughs> The little wine, like you trying to get a little nasty. <laughs> and you trying to bumba clap, pussy clap, pun my. He say, oh, I'm pun woman. No, you want to take it, me, me take it, take it, take it, take it. Why not feel back to them? Why not back to them? What? What? Ah! My ears! <laughs> no, y'all know I love a Taylor Caribbean moment. Come on. But what? basically, I just feel like the whole Kenneth Petty thing is separated from Nicki Minaj. Let me tell you about the story of what happened with Kenneth Petty and the girl. Kenneth Petty was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. They said that he, ele- this is in the, the police report, mm-hmm. that he tried to force himself on the girl mm-hmm. and he used a knife, right? That's mm. what the girl's statement said. The girl went to retract and recant the statement, right? But he ain't have money for a lawyer, so he took the charges anyway. Because he dumb. Where was his mother? No, but think about it. We live in the hood. I don't have, you don't have money to fight a case like that. Of course, of course, of course. 
But, but the girl, even in the statement, said the girl went, the girl mother made her go and retract the statement because they were boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't. So where knife like, come from though? Don't pull no guns on me. No, I'm delicate. Don't pull no guns on me. They said that she um. The girl was um going over her curfew or whatever, and she wanted to make up an excuse like he was trying to force her to do it. My thing is, I don't feel like even with the whole thing, I feel like if you you took the charge, that was stupid on you. You do have to represent yourself as what you took the charge as. You should afford it. But I don't feel like when people be like, I feel like he's mad with the label of sex offender because when you think that, you also think like grown little men, men, little, little kids. kids. I don't get that from him. I don't get um scared to be like you shouldn't have your kids around him. But I do feel like if he should have signed that registry as a sex offender, and I feel like he should have fought that now because now you have the back to fight it. You have Nicki Minaj money backing you. I feel like he should go now and go through the court system of trying to get everything rectified or getting pardoned from the charges. Well, being a sex offender, especially he been on the registry for so long, I feel like it's you, the word sex offender. It's the wording of each thing. But low key, you think little kid, like yeah, you think yeah, grown yeah. man, you little think pedophile, kid. automatic. But low key, I feel like you handled your business. Accordingly, because you ain't new to this, my dog, this wouldn't be out here. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, if you know when you move in state to state, you need to register. Just register, bro. No, I feel like... Um, register. What's wrong with you? I feel like no matter if he that's all, it, that's Felons do this shit all every day, B, when they got to register. As a, come on. No, but I feel like no matter how he would have handled it... Murderers going to do the same no shit. No matter how he would have handled it, people would have still been on it. Because people... When you got that level of celebrity of a Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, all the big girls like that, mm -hmm. people find anything to sensationalize and hate on them with. Like, when you are artists at that level and you are artists that's so big like them people want to sensationalize and make it a bigger thing and but make we can't it only more put drama this on than Ken. what it is and we can't and shout out to my friend Bianca she said no no Nikki slander will be tolerated period but <laughs> but we can't only put this on Ken Kenneth Mr. Petty because Nikki has a history of indulging and endorsing pedophiles and sex no the fuck she don't that is highly <sighs> ignorant that is highly ignorant here we go with the mayor that, that is highly ignorant oh uh, here we if, go with the mayor if my brother or sister she never endorsed him publicly she never took his side publicly, publicly. keep publicly but at the end of the publicly. day if i have the bag and my sister murdered you my I'm sister not. did anything to you I'm going to give her that money, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go TV and say, oh, I support this. But I'm definitely going to be like, here's this money to the side. Do what you guys do, handle your business. But I'm not going to publicly support you. That's her brother at the end of the day. That's what nah, she should do. dog. I'm it's, sorry. It's a no for me, dog. No, you cannot say she has publicly supported no. people. And my brother is Kenneth has not raped a child. Like, let's get that first her brother, her brother has raped a child, more than one child. But Nicki Minaj has not raped a child. And you sing him That She has not raped a child. That's her brother. I don't care what my sister do. If I have the money, I'm paying for my sister. I don't give a fuck. That is all. Oh, not the. Sorry, my brother. This is the hell. No. I don't care what my sister do. Y'all had butt fucking little kids. I don't I'm care. Good, what my, I don't care what my sister do. I'm not gonna be publicly supporting it. But if I got the bag to pay for my sister lawyer, you damn right I'ma do it. And that's on period. Punto. If I got Ooh, the bag. Okay, Rosetta Stone. You need some Espanol. Punto. Punto. And on that note, we are gonna move <laughs> on to our next segment of the show. Which is beef in the streets, okay? And it's been a lot of little low-key beefs going on that if you only if you know, you, you know. know. And I'm gonna start off with the first one on only if you know, you know. This is the babies. I watched that shit baby, live. The babies, baby, baby mother, mother versus Miss Danny Lee. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know, I'm gonna tell you what happened. So allegedly Danny Lee, which is the singer, you Danny know. Lee. 
Denny Lee Lay, whatever the bitch wanna be. Oh Denny God. Lee, <laughs> she um she fucked the baby. They had a one night stand. Dike. And she she caught feelings. It, it was more than a one night. But they had sex, allegedly. Dike. She caught feelings and his baby mother found out because you know he was with his baby mother for a long time. And then even Lee after the choreographed film, though, choreographed the bot video, the whole entire bot video. She, yep. So basically after that they started spending time together. So basically the baby mother left the baby because the baby baby mother left the baby because she found out that Danny Lee had sex with him. So basically they was on Twitter all week subtweeting each other. So in the baby's baby mother's Twitter bio, it says living my life with positivity, da 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 da. You know Spreading, one of them. Live my life spreading positivity. And you know basically that's like one of them like miserable girl things that they put in mm-hmm. their bio. So Danny Lee said that's it's funny. It's funny how you said that you're spreading positivity in your whole feed is negative and about me and basically they went back into it and the baby mother was like girl he just fucked you and left you now you mad and it was just like a whole lot of drama going on and i just feel like danny lee is becoming one of those girls who are who's all about the drama and not her career really like girl you she put in work she's not signed into rock nation management she's signed to rock nation period period she is jay-z's artist she was endorsed by Prince. Mm-hmm. She has worked with Prince. She has worked with Legends. Yep. I feel like you should not be in no drama with the baby and his baby mother. You fucked that man. Okay, girl, now move on. Word, right tell And don't be arguing with no hood rat star Keisha from the projects in North Carolina, from Fairville, North Carolina. I feel like Danny Lade said, don't come for me unless I said for you. Because she did come. The, the baby, baby mother came. And Danny Lade just, she not going to let you punk her. Which I respect. Plain point, plain serious. Point blank, period. If you coming for me, I'm a, I'm gonna give you what you asking for. It's not like she was out here, like Danny Lay was out here subtweeting and stuff. Your baby mother trying to come for my neck. I'm gonna check her ass. She keep going. I'm going to embarrass you. But, but, and this is a hard but. It is a level when you are at a level of of caliber in your career as a person. When you are above a person and she is above the baby's baby mother, like you have your own name. Your name is a household. To be real, she's above the baby. Like her (laughs) resume is there, honey. Exactly. You are of a certain caliber, so you don't wait. Queens don't waste their time on peasants. Period. So, like, I get you. I get it. Got on your nerves. You was on vacation. And you had time to come on her ass, but this can't keep happening because it's gonna start looking like you a bit, you a better girl who got dick down and you mad because you wasn't the one. So in this beef, I'm gonna give the W to Danny Lay. Me no, too? I'm not gonna give nobody the W. Really? Because I'm tired of women fighting over men, and especially I hate to see a talented woman like Danny Lee fighting over the baby. So I'm even not gonna give baby, nobody the W. Yo, even though the baby look like he can just Jesus be the fence. I'm gonna give nobody the W. That we, smile like it will ruin your life. We gonna move on to the next beef, which yeah, is pay your bills and ruin your life. Cash Doll versus OG <laughs> Nia Lee. So basically, Cash Doll and Nia Lee used to be friends. They even have a song with each other. Yeah, and had. basically, the beef is just crazy because Nia Lee and Cash Doll they just stopped speaking for whatever reason. And basically, um, Cash Doll put out a diss track towards Nia Lee. And you know Nia Lee um, does her Wake Up Sisters every morning on Instagram. So, in Cash Doll's diss track, she says, Wake up, sis. Bitch, I'm up. Bitch, I'm, I'm up. up. Like, the she, fuck? Was, she was just basically saying, I'm like, <laughs> Nia Lee is sleep and Nia Lee is being lazy and Nia Lee don't got her career together. She was just basically taking shots at Nia Lee's career. And I feel like Cash Doll should not be taking shots at nobody's career because you a flop. Like, you supposed to be with Cardi and Nicki and Meganat and you not there because your album was trash like it was like four good songs but none of the songs 
the album they wasn't, they wasn't put together. It guys. wasn't cohesive. It wasn't yeah. a cohesive project like Little Uzi's Eternal Attack. Yeah. It was not. Catch up with good songs. They just they weren't they didn't flow together. Good. It seemed like her ghostwriters just wasn't all right in the same. Oh my the god! Same shit. It felt like she had four ghost four ghostwriters instead of two. You know the the girls usually got two ghostwriters, but it gave she got five. I love Cash Door low key. And I feel like yo, it's open season for Cash Door Our part views on Cash Door. They all calling her a yeah, Like horse. they all calling her a horse. <laughs> they say you wanna be a stallion, but you a uh, a circus pony or some shit. I was like, no, y'all not coming for her like this. I feel some type of way. But I feel like Cash Door and Nylee in the same boat. I feel like they cannot keep friends. No, they can't. They I feel like they both But we know it. why Nylee can keep friends, because she got a hands problem. And then Cash Door can't keep friends because she's uh, uh, allegedly she got a jealousy problem because Cash Doll was coming at my girl LaBritney. Yes. LaBritney who used to be on Love and Hip Hop um Hollywood. But LaBritney is my girl because she like she's really talented. She sings, she dances, she, she gives got you, those creators fixed in her face. She gives you real R and B. She got the creators fixed in her face. She gives you real R and B. She sings. She gives you real R and B. More than more than Lyrica. More than Lyrica G. Oh no. No, 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 no. Lyrica G is real R&B down to the ground, okay? Singing in that core. Lyrica G. In all white. Don't get me started. I, I live. I live for Lyrica G. If y'all don't know who Lyrica live. G is, Lyrica, Lyrica G is Lyrica's mom. I live for Lyrica Garrett. Don't play with me. Her runs is so extra. <laughs> don't try to play my baby. I live for Lyrica Garrett. I li- you know what? You done got me on a whole new thing. But I feel like Cash Doll is she can't keep relationships with women no. because she always being shady. Like she was shady no, to Cardi. She was shady to Nikki at one time. She was shady to La Britney. Took La Britney off her tour or some shit like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. It was a whole big situation. Like La Britney is just I just feel like Cash Doll is just saying that she don't want to see other people come up. And that is not a good thing to be, my darling. Sidebar, you said you talk about Lyrica G. Do you know it would be a good TV show? Lyrica G. Mama, Mama Jones. D. Mama Jones. Mama D and um Candy Mother. Um, they actually had the show for the mothers, but um, I guess the pilot didn't get picked up. It should have, cause that would be some mess, bro. But I'm definitely gonna give the W in this beef to Nia Lee because she said that she was gonna put out a response or whatever. I don't think she did, but I just feel like you don't need the response because Cash Doll True Colors is really showing. And Nia Lee, we know what you about. We know your hands work. And she could really rap though. And we know her hands work, so we don't want Nia Lee to respond. And Cash Doll, she's uh, she always throwing rocks and hot in her hands. Like, I feel like she want to start and be shady, but when it's time to fight, she don't want to post up. You want to do this, but you don't want to post up. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to move on to our next segment of our show anyways, which is titled, You Won't Believe This, where we talk about everything that's going on in celebrity news, hip-hop news, and all of the stuff going on in the streets and in the culture. Yeah. So basically... I just want to... We're going to have a long Who's rundown for y'all. Who's on the docket? Let's but go. Shout out to T.S. Madison. We got a breaking story that I just want to break to you guys. So, Mr. Terrence Howard from Empire is now suing Fox for not clearing his checks. They have yeah. not paid him for unteenth episodes of Empire. And Mr. Terrence Howard says, run him his money, okay? Run me my money. Damn, my nails ain't even He said, I don't know what y'all doing, man, but y'all going to run me my money, man. He said... 
So Terrence Howard is suing Fox. He's not even suing Lee Daniels. He's not suing none of them. He's going above that. He's suing He's Fox. getting, he's securing the bag. He's making sure he's getting a check. He's not playing. He said, do you not know who I am? He said, yeah. I used to be Iron Man. He said, you know, he used to be Iron Man's sidekick. Yeah. So they replaced him with Don Cheeto. Do you know my name? T-D-J, man. Do you know it was hard out here for, for a pimp? pimp? It was when hard to- out here for a pimp. Getting money. And it's time to get that money for the rent. Getting money. And the Cadillacs and gas money spent. Getting money. And a whole lot of bitches jumping shit. Getting money. He got a Grammy. Do you not know? No, I had to hit the Tamar. <laughs> Getting money. You take my love and I'm giving. That's Michelle A. <laughs> but yeah, basically, Terrence Howard is now suing Fox and he want all his bag. And he not playing with y'all. But we're going to get into our other stories that we have prepared for you guys. Kia Moore, a strained husband, Mark Daly's restaurant, had a routine health inspection visit, and allegedly there was live roaches in the kitchen. Ah! Roaches! They was out here taking lights so them niggas scram. And evidence of mice, and the food was kept at improper temperatures. And mm-hmm. somehow he still managed to get an A. Somehow he still managed to get an A. That's when you do the dap and you slide the, the health guy the money. That's what happened. But I Roaches? Roaches in a restaurant? You thought that was cracked pepper. It's roaches. Roaches. <laughs> you thought you was getting fresh pepper. It's roaches. I wouldn't go eat there anyway. Me either. But it's called Soko. So if y'all go to Soko, it's roaches there. But we're going to move on to our next topic, which is my girl Tamar Braxton is getting her own solo WeTV show. And it's going to be titled Get Your Life. It's going to be a beauty show. And I'm just so happy for Tamar Me because too. it gave fuck them bitches at the real because... That show got popping because Tamar. Like, did you catch Lonnie toasting to Tamar for the thousandth episode? No. Did you catch Amanda Seals shading Lonnie when she was crying about um, the, the Weight Watchers? Black people not eating healthy. I love Amanda Seals. No, I like her, but I feel like Amanda Seals is wrong for the show. Hey, um, I feel like she's wrong for the show. Yeah, it wasn't I, a good pick. She don't fit. She don't fit. I feel because like she real and they being fake. They should have put um Gina from Martin on the show. Oh, yeah. Or Pam. Or they should have used um Jocelyn was good. I was just saying Jocelyn. There. Um Um Candy was good. Like the girls, like, I just feel like she don't fit on that show. Yeah, Jocelyn would have been the spice that they needed, like the extra. But, but I'm so happy for Tamar getting her show because me too. let me give you a little backstory. Um, Miss Wendy Williams had blocked Tamar from getting her own television yes. show. She uh, also has blocked Nene Leakes from getting her own television show. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad because Wendy. But they didn't say Wendy. They said Wendy's husband. No, Wendy and Wendy husband. They say he's not a very nice Wendy man. Wendy also blocked Nene as well. Mm-hmm. So basically, what happened was basically, um, Tamar and Wendy are cool now. But Tamar never told Wendy that she was getting her own show because she didn't want Wendy to block her show again. So I'm glad for Tamar getting her own show, and I just feel like Tamar needs to um. Hit this shit out the park so bitches could be like, damn, we should have had her back on the show. We could stay on her own. Fuck her, her fat ass husband. Look like a marshmallow man. Yeah, they blocked her with the um production company. They made the production company drop her. It was she, they. She basically did a me or her type situation. Which is so crazy because it's just like, yo, you're on such a platform. You've been on a show for 12, 13 years. Like, people have grown up with you and you can't even but let... But when, w- you, when you get stagnant in your career, you get scared of people, like, coming in. But then, but my thing is... If I'ma eat, everybody can eat. Like why do why play yourself like that? Cause that's OD playing yourself. You big foot, thick ankle hating ass bitch. Here we go with these. I ankles. ain't gonna drag her in them thick ass ankles and them big ass harachis she be wearing with her skirt. Built like sister sweets. Who the fuck wearing a skirt in harachis? <laughs> Who's wearing a skirt and the legs are like Chico sticks? I don't know. Them <laughs> fucking big ass, thick ass legs. But we're gonna move on. 
to our next topic, which is Carlton from Love is Blind, the man who was claiming that to be bisexual was outed by one of his friends. The friend was saying that Carlton from Love and Blind was never bisexual. He has never dated a girl before and that all his relationships has been with a guy. Basically, um, he was saying that, um, but, um, he was just, um, afraid of the public perception of being a gay man and that he just wanted to be back on TV again because, you know, he was, um, Cynthia Bailey's assistant. Yes. And basically they was just saying that, um, Carlton started writing cryptic posts on, um, social media saying that how he doesn't want to be here no more and how the black communities always want to support black lives until it's a LGBT black life. Which is true. He was saying that, um... No one there, and then he um, got hospitalized for attempting to take his life, and this, that, and the third. And my thing is, I just feel like, one, I told you that he wasn't bisexual. Did I not? Yeah. I told you he wasn't bisexual, and the blog's all been posting receipts on him. I know. Two. When I saw that, I knew that's a damn, I was like, going to come and say, bitch, I told you. Two, I definitely feel like black um people do say black lives matter to it's a gay black life. Which is true. But I don't feel like this applies to him in this situation. I feel like what people started dragging him for was not actually being bisexual. For lying. People dragged him about lying to it. People dragged him for, um... Saying to for actually getting mad at the women, the woman because she didn't accept yeah, it at the way, first. The way the way he, he reacted to her, it caught her out of her names and all type yeah. of shit like that. Yeah. But I definitely, as I said before, I don't know how it works with women, but I don't feel like there's such thing as a bisexual man. I do feel like most men are in a situation that Carlton is in where they're scared of people how they're gonna take um, them being gay. Mm-hmm. I feel like people before they come out as gay men, mm-hmm. they like to say that they are bisexual. But I feel like I don't feel like people should be sending Carlton as much hate as they're sending him. But I definitely feel like he set himself up when he went on that show and pretended to be something that he's not and when people was really mad at how he came at the woman for not accepting people don't have to accept you yeah that's what i want a lot of people to understand a lot of lgbt people especially people don't have to accept you you have to accept yourself people don't have to accept you it's cool when people do but we can't force everybody to like how we live but you also can't yuck nobody's jump because it's a lot of cis people out here doing crazy shit but yeah. nobody did nothing to him. I, I I just feel like it's a reaction at this point. We no, I feel like like him be him being so defensive because you have to be defensive. I feel like we you live in this I mean? generation that you cannot disagree with a, a public opinion. You have to just like what everybody like. And my thing is, and also he had two years to gonna, prep for this shit. Everybody is not going like what you like. Like and also, you had two years to prep for this shit because this shit been filmed two years ago. Listen, I don't feel like there's no such thing as bisexual. I'm just sorry. As a man, I do see the girls. The girls be real fluid like you, but I don't see no such thing <laughs> as a man being bisexual. I just feel like you are you a freak, friend. That's mm. it. But I just feel like I don't see it for a nigga, to, a man to be bisexual. But I just feel like Carlton is trying to get um all the love and support from the gay community, and he's trying to get protected. But I feel like people not dragging him because he's bisexual. I, they they drag, drag you because you came at that woman like that. And you that. called outside, another, and a, not even a woman, another fellow black woman at that. Since you talking about Black Lives Matter, you, you went at a fellow black woman, and you did, and you did it to yourself. We not, yeah, you can't say Black Lives Matter. You trying to drag Tanisha? Yeah, it ain't like you dragged Sarah because sometimes we wouldn't have felt so bad if it was Sarah. But we, it, I'm, it, we yeah. protect. Our black women, all 2020, we protecting our black women, yeah. and that's why you got motherfucking dragged, yeah. and that's it. We gonna get into some more topics because we got some more to debate about. So basically, RuPaul's Drag Race contestant Miss Sherry Pie was disqualified for sexual misconduct. But let me break it down to y'all because a please. lot of these motherfucking headlines is saying that she was disqualified. Well, he, well she, she, she well she. he, she. We can say both because he a drag queen. You say she because you using you using her drag name. So you all say right, she. so Sherry Pie. Oh, 
called a trolley horse. So Sherry Pie was um, yeah, Sherry <laughs> Pie was disqualified because of sexual misconduct. A lot of these blogs were saying that Sherry Pie was um disqualified for catfishing. I don't like that. We're gonna call it what it is because if it was a regular man, it's tricking. You would you would say it was rape. You would say it was Me Too movement. This is definitely a Me Too movement as well moment as well because what Sherry Pie did was pretend to be a woman from an email. And get um these men to come um framing herself as a casting director to come like no but as a woman she yeah. came as no it's two different things so look she was she had the email as a woman mm-hmm. as a talent scout mm-hmm. getting them to come in the men to come in and then she was acting as the uh, her male self acting like a casting director what she was doing was telling them oh if you want this role play with yourself she was just basically touching on them had them jerking off on camera keeping a video for herself and violating these men's rights and. Um, this was going on for years. She's yeah. from New York. This was going on for years. And what had happened was one of her abusers had seen her on TV. Her victims. One of her victims. Oh, yeah. <laughs> correct me. One of her victims seen her on TV and then was like, yo, this guy is on TV getting all this credit and he sexually assaulted me. Mm-hmm. And what happened was basically RuPaul's Drag Race, they said that they wanted them to cancel the season, season 12. Yeah. But RuPaul was like, we're not going to cancel the season because it's 13 other people on the show that spent thousands of money to come here. What we're going to do is now she can't film no more. She can't come to... They're going to film... Because RuPaul's Drag Race is already... um pre, 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 it's pre-tape. A year in advance. It's pre-tape a year in advance. But the only episodes that are live it's are... The, the reunion and, and the, the finale. finale. And she can't come to either one. She can't. And she's barred from either one. Which is so crazy to me. And this is my two cents. Right? I don't care if I'm not PC or not. Go ahead, let it out. Because RuPaul has some nerve because once upon a time not long ago. I was a hoe. <laughs> and I'm admitting it. And can't take it back because I did the shit. I, I was, was a hoe. And I'm admitting it. I won't take it back because I did the shit. I was a hoe. More money. money. I, I want your money. I, I want your money. I want your money. Right, but anyways, in true drag lbgtq especially in new york city over the years and being getting your climb up this is not foreign so if we're going to come at sherry pie like this do we need to investigate our other drag queens because i bet you we have all they have all done something strange for a piece of change no 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 we are coming. We are coming at Sherry I mean, Pie regardless. I'm not, I'm not saying she not like. Th- she did it. She even admitted to doing it. She did. You see her. Her, her apology, apology was, was so, half ass. Her apology never said that she's meant to do it. Her apology was like she's going through mental issues. Fuck your mental. She issues. getting help. She how. getting help for it and stuff like that. But I'm saying, what is the what is the the, the marker that you saying? Okay, you disqualify because like I said sometimes in 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 the lifestyle you have to do something strange for a piece of change. No, you no, have, no, no, no. You no, have no. to. You come on. When you have been, I'm not raping nobody. I, I mean, you ain't raping nobody. I was like, because I get plenty. But I'm just saying, like. But tricking, selling ass. No, but they, she wasn't. She was raping them. Like, that's like, that's like using. That was abuse of power. Yes. That's like, that's being, like Taylor, I have a radio job for you. Now take your titties out. I'm going to touch your titties. I mean. Now take your pussy out. Let me see your pussy. But you won't, you don't know that you're being recorded. That's dragging it. Yeah, that's, that's dragging it. That's, <laughs> that's dragging like, it. That's too much. I mean, like, every, yeah. Everybody. I don't know. Most people catfish people. Okay, that's, Hell that's yeah. something. Shit. But she did not. Oh, let's two, get it clear. She oh, did 2007. Not, that was like junior high school catfishing. <laughs> but let's get it clear. She did not catfish them men. She raped them men. And she deserved all punishments coming to her. Lock that bitch up. That's how I, I just want to see. I wonder if they made the, the other cast site NDAs and stuff about the, the experiences with us. Lock that so? bitch up. You think they did? 
No, I'm telling you, they need to lock that no, bitch up. No, I'm saying, do you think they made the other girls sound like NDAs and not talk about it? No, I, I feel went, like they can talk about it, but I feel like lock that bitch I up. I want to see what they got to say. Like, just the, just the interactions and now this is all coming out. Like, what was said. Like, you know, because we key, key and talk. I feel like lock that bitch up. I feel like lock, um, just like if she was like a, a straight man, they would lock her up. Of course, of course, I feel like course. just like if she was a black man, they would lock her up. Lock her up. We rectify all situations. I don't care if you black, white, gay, short, Chinese, Asian, Middle Eastern. If you a rapist or a sexual assaulter, you need to be in jail. Point blank. Period. But I don't feel like they should cancel the season because it's other, no, it was, it's it's other poor started. queens and stuff like that that came on there and spent thousands of dollars to go there. Sacrifices, work, jobs, and everything. And I'm like, it's this season, we're going to get into it uh, more and more as we do our episodes and stuff. But this season is looking real good because like they have quality queens these year, this year. And yeah. a lot of girls from New York, too. But we're going to get into our next segment, which is, okay, ladies, now let's get gentrification. Kylie Jenner is receiving a lot of backlash for her new pictures where she is looking like the queen of the B Beyonce. And a fucking damn one black face. Leopard. I, don't, I don't know why Twitter is so mad because at the end of the day, the Kardashians just want to be black so bad. Like, people was going yeah, this off is about... Yeah, not nothing new. They was going off about Kim having them braids in her hair and Brandy and Ray J was like, oh, they feel like um this is appreciation. No, these bitches want to be black so, so fucking bad. bad. Like... Done even had the black kids. They want to be black so bad. I just feel like these bitches everybody got black kids, but Courtney. Cause Courtney don't like black people. Courtney is racist, as I told you. Mm-hmm. Lunell already told us that Courtney's racist when they went to that trip to the prison, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Why we gotta be here to see these niggas?" She caught them these niggas. Sure did. Courtney is racist. These mm-hmm. niggas. Nick. Heart. 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 Er. Niggers. But I just feel like basically, um. Kylie Jenner do not look like Beyonce. That bitch wish she was Beyonce. All these bitches wish they was black. They not motherfucking black. She did resemble her like a lot, especially because it was the same dress. Cause she wanna be Beyonce. She done bought Beyonce lips. She bought Beyonce everything. These bitches wanna be black so bad. But we're gonna move on to our next segment, which is the NBA told teams that they're preparing for games without fans due to the coronavirus. And I just feel like this is so fucking dumb. It's so dumb. And I loved, shout out to LeBron James, because I loved his response. He was like, I don't know who's playing for Empty Crowd, because I'm not. I just feel like... He's like, I play play for the fans, so... The part about the NBA is the fan interaction, the fans cheering. That's what get these players... That's how they make their money at the end of the day. And that's how LeBron James said, he's not playing for empty empty arenas. They're not going to make no money. Their contract's not going to be big enough because at the end of the day, the fans... Yeah, you have to buy waters. You have to buy sodas. You have to buy stuff like that to get them big contracts paid to make the back end of the money of those big contracts. But I do feel like definitely that... um, Shout out to LeBron for sticking up. But my whole thoughts on the coronavirus is I definitely feel like it's fake. I feel or, like they dragging oh, it. Oh, I feel like they it's a regular flu. I feel like people just dragging this to make it bigger because this is my whole theory, y'all. I feel like basically the coronavirus is just to make people scared of immigrants because they targeting this whole yes. virus around immigrants and people foreigners. Yes. And I feel like what, what it is with our white counterparts the, the, is They're the only ones who got it. White and Asian people are the only ones that got it. But I feel like basically what's going on with the coronavirus is that White people, when they hear about stuff like this, instead of doing research, they get scared. They have a lot of xenophobia. They start to be scared of immigrants and foreigners. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is a perfect time to bring this out and make them scared of foreigners because then that's who they're going to vote for. Mm-hmm. They're going to vote for Trump because Trump don't want foreigners here. Even though his dumbass 
probably got it too. I feel like everything connects and it's just a way to get people to vote for fucking Trump. Like, yeah. the coronavirus is just to make you scared of immigrants. And shout out to black people for being so fucking amazing because we don't get that shit. And we over here not doing dumb shit. Like, half these people are fucking stomping out Asian people and fighting them and spitting on them and spraying them. Yeah, that's just dumb. Then fucking you're stupid. Ex- educate yourself. Read a fucking book. Stop reading you, the headlines. Stop reading the first three words and, op- and click the link. Read and you them. attacking Asian people when white people was the most people dying from this They're shit. They're the ones who spreading this shit. Asian people know the same in their fucking house. White people want to go get catch a flight, talk to Sam. So for dinner. all my black people out there, you go punch a motherfucking white person. No, let me stop, y'all. I'm <laughs> Basically, don't go out there and don't punch no white people. Hell but no. I'm just, I'm we playing. Punch out of jail. Summertime soon come. Don't, don't go to jail yet. But yes, people need to get more educated because even the mask that they wear, that mask is not doing nothing but holding germs on you. Like, you need a I feel like you're not one. wearing, I'm mean, not, I feel like you're not, you're not on a flight, don't wear that shit. Like, yeah, if you got the mask on, I think you got the corona already. I wear it in closed spaces. Like, I'm on a train, I'm on a packed ass train. Fine, that's when I'll have it on. Or if I'm, like, I'm getting on a flight just because we sharing that same circulated air. So if I can just protect myself, even if it's 20, 15%, that's something. But I'm not, ha- first of all, wash your fucking hands. They, they literally tell you, like, the best way to not avoid getting this thing is to wash your ass and wash your blood clad hands. You're damn dirty. You're dirty damn people. That's why you're, ah! that's why you're out here. Wait, 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 wait. Somebody at my motherfucking job got the coronavirus. Oh! Bitch. Oh, no. My fucking head. <laughs> Bitch, I'm- carry your Lysol. No. Business Barclays. No. Bitch, ooh, I'm happy I don't work there. Bitch, oh my god, I'm not even going to work. I don't care. I don't gotta go to work until Thursday, and then I might call out. You better get you a um uh uh quarantine suit. Oh my god, shoot that motherfucker who got it. That's it. Bleach, bleach up the place. Bleach, yeah, bleach up the place. Then I bleach, bleach up the whole place. Then I bleach, cause me not need corona. Me I bleach. You got some hand sanitizer. Oh my god! It's outside in the studio. All right, we're gonna move on from the whole coronavirus. Wash thing. your hands, wash your ass, and you'll be alright. We're gonna move on from the whole Don't co- be coronavirus. We're gonna get into our next um topic, which is as we all clearly comes forth saying that R. Kelly made her eat shit and record it. And <gasps> shit. She shared the phone call with R. Kelly where she broke up with R. Kelly because she just had watched the documentary and he was crying the whole time like, yes. no, baby, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I love you. I love you, Ezzy, I love you, Ezzy, I love you, Ezzy. Don't touch your faces. So I just feel like the whole thing with um Asriel Clary and R. Kelly, I just feel like... um. He must have had a fucking hold on her because I'm not eating no shit. Yeah. He watched too much Two Girls, One Cup. He made her eat shit and record it in case she ever left him. To embarrass her. But, but little did you know, this bitch got no shame. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> the, um, so basically what happened was the FBI have all those tapes. So That's crazy. They watching all those tapes and they, they still watching it because it's hundreds of tapes. I know. He's so embarrassed. It's, She's so embarrassed. It's alone. hundreds of tapes going back to 1996. Bro, you... How much you think a therapist getting paid? I think it's a tape of Aaliyah. I'm, oh, hell yeah. Her parents, first dip, soon as you get it, they burning that shit. I feel like it's tapes of Aaliyah, and I feel like we're going to see that shit. I want to know how much you think her therapist getting paid, because I know she's in some intense therapy. I'm sick of Asriel Clary. That I'm not sick of her. She, she want to be famous so bad. To be honest, I'm not really sick of her, because she's the only one that's not being fucking boo-boo the fool and still protecting him. She's like, no, I'm not protecting you anymore. I'm letting... Because everybody else who's been on on documentaries only tell you but so much. She letting this shit all hang out. And I kind of, to a certain point, I respect it, because she's like, what else can you do to me? 
I think I feel like she's doing this because she not giving him no ammo or nobody else no ammo to humiliate her. Like I would rather put it out myself before you can say something about me. And I respect that's the same thing like you in a fight. I'ma snatch my wig off for a bitch snatch my wig off. You're not gonna play me. And that's what she's doing. She's getting in front of it. Especially because, like you said, people are sitting there watching these tapes. She knows these are out here and may get leaked just like um to go a little left but to make a comparison how the cops from the Kobe Bryant um uh, scene they were showing the pictures of, the, of him being dead to get clout with other people like she knows these things are possible because people do shicey shit like that and if I'm on L any on type of platform that I put out and I can get capitalized off of it and say this nigga got me out here eating doodle and I got shit mouth I'd rather me say it than somebody else you know what I mean I just feel like it's too much going on like I just feel like Girl, just shut the fuck up. We wouldn't know you was eating shit if you ain't telling us. Yes, you would, because I mean, we released that shit. Like, no, look, two F- girls, one cup, The two. FBI have them. Nobody has ever seen these tapes Yet. except for R. Kelly and the FBI. Yet. The FBI is not going to release them tapes. I feel like if the, uh, if a um, state police department had a yeah, we would see them shits by now. <laughs> but the FBI is not going to do that because they really want to They wanna get this man. Only people that probably might see them tapes is going to be people in that courtroom. And I and, wish I, I... I hope I get jerseyed I have my phone on the low like this. But I definitely feel like, um, as we all clear, we need to shut the fuck up. We wouldn't know he smacked you with a size, um, 14 Jordan if you wouldn't never told us. But I just feel like, be quiet, girl. And we gonna move on to the next, um, segment. Katy Perry in her new video reveals that she is pregnant. So how do you feel about the American Idol judge being pregnant? I'm happy that Orlando Brown's a baby father because he's so cute. Orlando Bloom? Orlando Bloom, sorry. Ooh, no, Orlando, Orlando Brown. Brown is a fucking Eddie crackhead ass. Yeah. Orlando Bloom is her baby father. And she's kind of cute and he's fine as hell. So they might have a cute little baby. I, I love. I like the way she announced in her video. She looked. It was cute. It was cute, and she looked good. And she looks happy. I don't know I'm why o- the song is called "Never Worn White." Oh, she wants to get married. She said, yeah, after and, then, her and, baby. I, "And I never worn white because you, you know you can't wear white when you're not a virgin." She want to get married after her baby, which is fine. I mean, I love to see a happy pregnant woman because lately you see these pregnant bitches going through it. Oh, I like when white people do it the getaway. They child is a bastard. Oh yes, I love a bastard child, but like ain't no drama. She not arguing with his other girlfriends. He ain't got two other kids on the way. He ain't talking about oh I could fuck with you, but I'm not really in love with you. Like she's not embarrassed. So I'm I'm here for it. Don't be embarrassed. All right, so we're gonna move on to our next story, which is one of our biggest stories of the week, which is Zaya Wade steps out with um his his um stepmom and his dad for um some LGBT awards. The tra- it started with a T. <laughs> I feel like it's called the Trailblazer Awards. Trailblazer Awards or the tra- or the Trevor Trevor Act Awards, something like that. But it was a really big um, it was LGBTQ a, award. The Trailblazer Award, and he won an award for basically being outstanding and um in the LGBT community and, she and looked, being fearless. She, she boy, that's still a boy. I'm, she I'm respect people pronouns. I do, but that little boy's still a boy. I, I don't know. We gonna call Zaya she. Well, I gotta get used to it first. So she. Was at the awards and she stepped out in her little suit with her family. And it was sashay and sin. She was giving you body. She was giving you hip. She was giving you the the fantasy. All right, so this let me break down the situation and unpack how I feel real quick about this whole Here situation. Here we go. Here we go. And I don't care if you guys agree with this or not. <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't care. I don't care if this little boy wants to transition to being a girl. At the end of the day, because that is her choice to transition. This child is rich, so this is not affecting me or anybody else, so we should not care. My problem that I do have with this whole situation is the parents. I feel like Gabrielle Union is doing three much. 
she's trying, she's overstepping her boundaries as a stepmom. And what I also feel like is her and Dwayne Wade are capitalizing too much off of this kid's sexuality. They are both doing press tours about a child's sexuality. They have both been to late night shows talking about a child's sexuality. Like at the end of the day, this is still a child. Like you go on press tours to promote a business, a song, something you're doing. Not your kid's sexuality in the forefront. I feel like that is weird and I feel like we wouldn't be, people would be saying stuff if this was a little girl. If this was a little girl. We have this already. We've no, had this already. We have not had this. Not, and not in the black community. We have not had this. I feel like. Not in the black community. You had it. We have it with Angelina Jolie's daughter Shiloh. No, but they wasn't doing whole press tours about it. They have movies and stuff. They don't have nothing to talk about. They don't have nothing going on. I feel like this is weird. Like if this was a little girl, if this was a little girl and her dad was on TV, Talking about her being a lesbian or bisexual. Imagine how weird that would be. Like, this is weird to me that adults... Like, let the kid live the life that she wants to live. But it's weird when adults are doing motherfucking press tours about a kid's sexuality. That is weird. That is weird. I, I disagree. I disagree very And heavily. that is fine and you are allowed to. But that I is am and I'm a voice right now. That is weird. I am. I feel like this is a situation... That is good, especially for our, our community, because we love to troll our kids out in the street. We love to beat the, beat them straight. We have gone to extremes of paying sex workers or paying people to turn our kids straight to violate them. I feel like Dwayne Ray Gabby are out here defending their daughter and defend. I feel like not even really defending either. I feel like they're making it transparent. Like these are things that's happening, and they're also addressing that we need that as a people and as a culture, you need to educate yourself because trans comes in so many different ways. To be a trans person does not mean you have to cut your penis off. Does not mean you have to get breasts or to do facial reconstruction, um, feminine reconstructive surgery. You don't have to be on hormones to be trans. Can we just? I just want to identify as a woman. And that's just my shit. Like you don't have to do a, a whole bunch of th- a whole bunch of rigmarole. And I feel like also, but that's in, not in this in this particular climate. It's so much violence against trans women, and we see it every day. We're seeing it in the Latin community. We're seeing it in the black community that our women, trans women, don't live past the age of thirty-three. But that's not—that's not you rebuttaling my point. I'm saying the little boy, well, the little girl, could live her life. She could transition. I don't see nothing wrong with that. My point is, you, <clears throat> the parents should not be doing like you could love your child. And like we would have never knew about the whole situation. Oh, we would have never. We we would have knew. No, but my thing is, we would have never knew if they never spoke about it. I feel like what they should have did is what Magic Johnson did with EJ. He didn't hide him. He didn't, but he didn't do press tours about him on. And that's what made it bad. That's what EJ did. They like just let it happen. Magic Johnson need to worry about getting rid of AIDS. No, he he did. He went to Doctor C. (laughs) But I feel like I feel like just let it happen over time. Don't speak about it. They did five late night shows apart each other but I feel like it was such a big deal because after they saw Zaya up there with his crop top and his nails and they was at pride with him people was making a big hoopla so they had no choice but to address it like this and Dwayne Wade had to say like this is my motherfucking kid and I'm gonna do as I please mind your business where's your child and I support make them. little man man know his real and name I support them supporting their kids but at the end of the day you are now ostracizing this child you are now turning this child from a child into a product you are now selling this but they're child but they're not getting paid for him you are on TV at the, you getting, they're not paid appearances you're not just on no show for fun like at the end of the day, you are now doing too much. Like I feel like let the child live her life. Let me get the pronouns right. Yes. Live her life. But that's doing too much doing them talk shows well, talking about it. This like, is rich people problems. Regular broke people like me will just be like, hey sis, hey Zaya girl, can I borrow that big? But that's too much doing them talk shows and shit. 
I, I just like that. I love that they, they they are loving, truly, truly loving their child. And they it comes are, across phony, though, if you got to go on a t- TV talk show. I just feel like on the platform they are, they have to. Especially, especially, because like you say, oh, you thought Gabrielle was doing three much? Especially when Dwayne Wade's degenerate-ass baby mother is throwing her two cents in there. Like, girl, if you got so many parents, why are you not taking care of your child? Because they, Dwayne Wade likes to take his children um, from his whoever he not with. Because he did it before. And he, if I would, you're not taking my kid from me. Sorry, bro. You don't have lawyers to fight that. But I just feel like the way... If, I'm, I don't ri- if like- I'm riding D, I got money. That's what these hoes be messing up. If you do, if you are out here... This is my... Just a little bit. If you out here and you are... Your baby father is any type of caliber of rich... Basketball player, football player, rapper, producer... And he buying you bags, flewing you out... Pockets 20% of that sis. So when the nigga slip up and act crazy... Use pay. You've been sitting on it for a while. Do not play yourself. Do, he getting your butt done... Alright, get it done And then I'm selling ass All over Instagram You not gonna about to Have me out here Looking crazy Moral of the story I just wanna say That it's very weird To be talking about A child's sexuality It is very weird To be doing press tours About a child's sexuality It is okay to support Your child As you should Support your child But where I'm coming from Is that It is weird To be <coughs> doing TV shows Well look I am ja- um, The I am jazz girl She got a whole Fucking TLC show About it, her transition It don't matter And she been transitioning Since she was 8 But that Okay that is a TV show but i'm just saying it's weird for princess not you, boy not you as a person but your parents going on tv talking about your sexuality is weird and we only okay with it because it's a little boy if it was a little girl and her dad was on tv talking about her vagina it would be a big hoopla like even with the ti situation you talk about his daughter's vagina how he goes and make sure, whatever. Make sure she's it was a, a big thing making sure your daughter was a regular was a big thing but not going on tv talking about your son sexuality like is a not a big thing that's I, a big thing that's I feel like a, a big, big thing it's a big it's thing because he's, he's black because like i said Angelina Jolie's daughter Shiloh was doing the same thing and they were talking about how she had Shiloh out there in trunks swimming with no top on how could they let her cut her hair like a little boy when they used to do the red carpets and shit like that why they let her use the he pronouns and how Brad Pitt felt some type of way about it some of that but they didn't make a big hoopla about it because she's a white girl um, now transitioning to a boy Shiloh is still Who's 16 now Who is still out here Dressing like a little boy Ain't nobody saying shit Because she's black, white Black or white is weird Nobody should not be talking It's not This is not a black or white issue This is a parental issue That is weird For a fucking adult To be on TV Talking about their child's sexuality <laughs> That is weird That is weird That is weird That is fucking Disturbing why are you as a grown adult That's my talking, kid No, no Love your kid Talk about that in your household Don't get on motherfucking TV And talk about a child's sexuality If y'all normalizing it Because it's it's your homegirl Gabby you love Y'all normalizing it Because it's your favorite basketball player Y'all normalizing it Because it's a celebrity Y'all normalizing it Because it's a boy Not a girl But if it was a little girl It would be a big thing mm. It would be a big thing we always like, see we cool but we agree to disagree on a lot of things. It's a that's disturbing. I don't care about this boy transitioning to a girl. I don't care about him wanting to live his best life. At the end of the day, that is fine. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm down with that. I support everybody writes and what everybody feel. My problem is when the parents are on TV, you are capitalizing off of this. You are trying to gain attention off of this. You are doing talk shows, late night shows. That doesn't seem like a place of caring. That don't seem like a place of compassion. That seems like a, a case of personal gain. And we all know Gabrielle Union loves attention in the spotlight. And punto, period, if hmm. you ain't get that. Hmm.
because I have to make myself clear. Let's go to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta to the trailer that's gonna have us. Who had me want to speed up time? Um, the trailer is looking crazy. So first we see Sierra that she might be going to jail because she was boohooing and that concealer was running like a riverbank. We see Aqua and the fight with Spice that we also have seen on the blogs and with the one with light skin Keisha and Alexis Sky unraveled there. Carly fighting Alexis Sky and we see um, them talking about a lot of issues. Also, we see a highlight that Alexis Sky put on her Twitter and Instagram yesterday of her going to talk about her sex trafficking allegations that she put out earlier than the, earlier in the year that everybody was claiming that was fake. And she says in her bio, um, me just abbreviating it, that for all this time that she been on this earth and this happened when she was 15 that her mother her father her grandmother her sister her brother her neighborhood nobody knew about this this man who was 20 years older than her putting a knife to her throat selling her for sex telling he gonna kill her and it happened for over a span of um five to six months and nobody ever knew about it um how many times she got rescued by some man that she never got to meet again and this she using the platform of love and hip-hop to finally um release and tell her truth so my question to you mr alize rachamel how you feel about that? I don't even care, girl. I don't care about you. Don't that. think I feel like this this I, season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta they gonna step it the fuck up. I feel I don't even care. You I don't think I, I want to see the first one and then the I want to see the light skin Keisha and Arbor fight to unravel. I, I want to see if it, was, if it was worth their Twitter beef. That's all I want to see. I don't really care for Atlanta you don't see, no more. You don't see um want to see Sierra go to jail? No, nope. I don't even care about Sierra. I don't like I I did know her little boyfriend BK Brasco, but I don't want to see that either. I don't want to hear that. Mm. I feel like they both I, like, I gotta see the first episode Like even with the other ones That I watch I have to see the first episode To see how I'm gonna feel about them I feel like they put Light Skin Keisha On this season To, to come, come, back, come back With Saucy Santana In Miami No they need some Real hip hop They need they real hip hop That's a, People that's really Popping on social media Cause right now We kinda, we kinda Cardi falling short Sierra and her man Falling short They should've brought Jocelyn back to Atlanta Cause the cast is last, Luck last Like luck 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 last Whatever that Look last, so you're right. Lackluster. 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 The cast is very much that. Like, I'm tired I feel of, like only I, drama gonna be is Mama D because, you know, she almost died last year. I don't. Mama D is boring now. Scrappy is very boring. Um, Bambi is boring. Congratulations to her on their baby. On second Young baby. Jock is boring. His girlfriend is boring. Um, I don't want to see Spice talking after a while because it's real. Bitch, you starting to get on my nerves because she, she's super Jamaican. But she be just saying shit that even the Jamaicans don't know. Um... <laughs> Mimi is very much born without Stevie and Jocelyn. Um, Carly is always gonna be Carly. I like Carly. Um, Sierra was a good addition. Rashida, but Rashida, like and, and Rashida and um, Kirk ain't on it this, this season, are they? Yes, they are. They're not um, major. No, but they they still um, major cast members like the um, they getting them. You know, it's cast and it's supporting. They still got their little drama going on because they alleging that Kirk mother stole from the store. I could believe That's that. That's their storyline. I could believe that though. I don't know. I just feel like I gotta see it. I gotta see how everybody meshes in the season. Cause you know, Alexis Sky, she was on Love and Hip Hop, L, um, Hollywood and New York, and she was boring on both of them. Cause she's not messy. She's cute. Like she's one of those people who just who are just a shell. Like they have not, they just have nothing to offer but they looks. Yeah, we gonna move on from that. We gonna move on to Melissa Ford and Takara Jones. I had a sit down and they Jesus. both were talking about how they were both dating a man, and basically the man was dating um Melissa first. 
and Takara came to her like, girl, you know, I'm dating this guy. You're making me so happy. And they chose their friendship over the guy, basically. And the, guy and the whole Drake. guy was Drake at the end of the day. And it was just crazy to see that they was both dating Drake, somebody who was a big rapper. And they Drake got a chose, type. They still chose their friendship over Drake. And that was just like a sweet thing to see. And Drake has a type now. Now that we see like Melissa Ford on his hit list, Takara's on his hit list. Like if you kind of go, Drake has a type. Drake don't have no type. Drake, you don't think so? Drake, I feel like Melissa Ford and Takara, Takara kind of resemble each other. Not mostly facial, but like body-wise. Drake like anything thick. Yeah. It's hard being thick. It ain't easy being beefy in these streets. All right. Well, my girl Jocelyn Hernandez announced to the world that she's creating a documentary where she will be filming everything about everything that went on in her life since she came in front of the camera. She will be talking about how reality TV shaped her, her experience on Love and Hip Hop, drugs, Stevie J, her fallout with Mona Scott, and everything from even her childhood. And I just feel like this is going to be a bop because Jocelyn life is a book that's written, waiting to be written because at the end of the day, she used to, she always tell a story about when she was a little girl, she used to walk on the streets of um, Puerto Rico and used to have needles in her feet and um, how she grew up very poor. And even in Miami, before she came to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, she was prostituting, she was fighting other strippers, she was doing a lot of, whole lot of, whole lot of illegal activities. A whole lot of hoeing. And I just love Jocelyn. I feel like the documentary is definitely something that we need to see. And I'm going to be staying in tune I want to move on to this story that hit the streets and has a new update, which is basically the baby smacked one of his fans in a nightclub he loves because <laughs> she was trying to record him, and you could tell she was a little drunk. She slipped, and the phone hit his face, and he smacked the shit out of her <laughs> like a pimp named Slipback. <laughs> and I just want to say, Woo. now um the um the blogs are saying that the girl has lawyered up and she will be suing him. Of this course. is his fifth motherfucking active lawsuit. His fifth active lawsuit, and I just want to say, like, motherfuckers need to learn how to be famous. When you famous, you don't let everything bother you, because she ain't hit him with the phone like, hey, she slipped and it tapped his face and he smacked the shit out of her. I feel like he's just taking shit too far, he's doing too much, he knocking fans out, he's smacking people, his security fucking people up, he's just doing three much. The baby loves smacking bitches. He doing too much. He like one of them niggas, when y'all doing it, he just put you in the headlock and make He doing too much. But, he seem rough. But we're going to move on to our last topic, which is Takashi 69 is set to be released in August. Uh, for all of you who love Takashi 69 no. and still listen to his music, mm. and for basically Jade and Batty G, Takashi 69 is set to be released Sniper. this August. Sniper, I swear he ain't going to make it out the fucking building. Girl, kill, no, they kill. trying to kill him. They done released him in the summertime for them to kill his ass. It's- they, it's the plot. It, they didn't do this for a sniper. As soon as he was going pew, 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 No, pew. I feel like this is his record label trying to kill him. Because, you know, he just got that deal for $20 million yeah. while he was in jail. I feel like if they kill him... Because, you know, when they say you get a deal for $20 million, you don't really get that up front. No. You get a beginning, the front end, which is probably only, like, probably maybe... Since it's $20 million, I can see him getting um three mil up three, front. Three or four. Three mil up front, and then you know you get the rest on your back end and from touring. Yeah. But um Who gonna see him? I would never go to a, a 6ix9ine concert because that shit gonna get lit the fuck up. I'm yeah. would never. I would never. And that is very ignorant of you to say. I feel like what? people black people not gonna see him, but white people still gonna see him. Like he's not white! People, <laughs> but white people he has a white European aesthetic. They are still going to go see 6ix9ine. They still going to buy a show. Because at the end of the day, I always wonder who the fuck is listening to Post Malone. The white people. And but the white Post Malone ain't doing 6ix9ine shit. The Bloods and the Crips don't come and that shit going to be ra-ta-ta-ta. The white people don't know about 
hood culture. They don't know about snitching and shit. They're still gonna listen to six nine. And they somebody still gonna who, wanna look like six nine. Of course. And somebody who knows about snitching culture and who knows about six nine is gonna come in that concert, all pay they take little fifty dollars, get the Jesus seats, and shoot that shit up. They're not. And they, the crazy part is they might not even shoot him. I feel like six they, nine. They gonna hit nobody. You're six right. Six nine is gonna get out his career. Still gonna be popping. People, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. Anything he dropped is definitely gonna go number one. Yes. And I feel like people just love. People gonna love six nine regardless. Of course, I don't doubt that at all. I feel like he's still gonna sell records. But I'm saying everywhere he at is gonna be drama. Just cause the crypt, the crypt's gonna be there, the blood's gonna be there. People he snitched on, they gonna start fights, and it's gonna everything. And goes. he's going to the Latin countries. He's not gonna have drama in the Latin. Countries. Oh, hold on there, hold no, on, pa- papicito, perate, perate, because I'm gonna tell you, papa, we have that thing out there too. The trintarios, we have the things out there, and they don't like snitches either. They will machete his ass up. Papa, they don't do snitches, Papa. Six nine is still going. I'm they don't. You. Daddy Yankee already said keep that nigga away from me. Fat Joe said keep that nigga away from me. In um, come on, say I'm. I'm gonna think how to. They saying that now, but when that they nigga, saying don't they when wanna, that nigga get out and he make a number I'm one way? song, they all gonna come flocking back again. Nah. When that nigga, nobody has a death was, wish. When he was out here, niggas was on his dick. I feel like when six nine come out. They the it's industry, people, industry people is fake. They not real. You have this mentality that industry people is real like us. No, they not. They are fake. They're gonna do anything to get seen. They're gonna do anything for clout. They're gonna be six nine best friend when he get out. They popping this shit cause it's cool. Like at the end of the day, I hate that a lot of people like to go with what's cool. They wanna say what's and cool. And that's why he thought it was cool no. to do that gang shit and no. it's not. And his ass is going to get lit y'all the fuck think, up. Y'all like the sensationalized people not gonna be around six nine. When six nine wow. get out of jail, people still gonna be around him. Why? Cause people like attention. That nigga is a grim is, reaper, bro. Rappers is still gonna work with him. Why? Cause people need spins. They got bills to pay. And that they may still be true. Work with but they taking a risk cause he's the, he's going to be the grim reaper. They still gonna work with six nine. They still gonna fuck with six nine. They just saying it cause it's cool to say y'all don't fuck with six nine right now. Yes. That's it. Damn. People people are fake. Like I'm sorry to this man. I'm so sorry for this man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this man too, but that's what it is. They're gonna kill him. Yes, they is. He's gonna come out and the all these people that saying they ain't not fucking with him, gonna fuck with him. Whatever he put out is gonna go number one. And that's it. White people still gonna buy his records because at the end of the day, the number one consumers of hip hop is no longer black people, it's white people. They still gonna buy his records, they gonna come to his tour, they gonna dye their hair pink, green, blue, orange, yellow, they gonna get the braids, they gonna buy the jeans. Shorts, they gonna get the face tattoos. They still gonna rock with six. You think he gonna be fat as fuck when he come out? He might even be brolic, a little midget Kevin Hart. <laughs> they still gonna <laughs> fuck with him. But we're gonna move on to our next um segment of the show, which we do every week, is we give somebody weirdo of the week, somebody that's just being weird, somebody that's just bugging out that we just not feeling. And I'm gonna go first. My weirdo of the week is definitely going to um. It's kind of a tie right now, but I'm gonna give them both a little. They gonna split the award. Definitely going to Nene Leaks one for being very hateful Nene, Nene to Leaks. not only Kenya Moore but to the whole cast. Like you definitely are the problem when you have a whole problem with your whole cast. And this she is above thou attitude is so trash to have when you about to be a 50 year old. My other widow of the week is going to the baby because he's doing too much as a famous person. Like you got five lawsuits, five active lawsuits. Not only do you have five, you have five active ones. I just feel like you shouldn't have slapped that fan. You know that you in a nightclub. You know she drunk. She slipped and hit you with the phone. And you didn't have to cock back and slap her shit like that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because there ain't nothing worse than being slapped. Yeah. Like, slap feel like... 
Did you like? He copped back to the West Coast and smacked that bitch on the East Coast. <laughs> he slapped her from North Carolina down because you're gonna be like, wait, what? And then you slapped somebody in Florida too. Like it's not an open carry state, bro. He didn't have to do all that. You didn't have to I slap. I like that. You didn't have to slap her. My weirdo of the week is gonna go to Adrian Bailone on the wheel because this bitch said she don't wash her hands when she's the bathroom in her house. That's fucking nasty. That's nasty. So you got tota juice on your fingers and you just gonna go shake hands and touch on the and touch the in the sala and touching them remote controls and, and cups and stuff. And that's why Tamar left the show. Like you really have tota juice. You don't wash your hands. So you wipe your ass and you do number two and you don't wash your hands. She's like, oh, I do it outside, yeah, because you know I'm in public, but I'm in my house, I'm in my house. That's even more nasty because people come and see your crib. So you got shit droppings everywhere. Gross, 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 gross. Gross to everybody who don't wash their hands on a regular. Gross to everybody who don't wash their ass on a regular. Gross who wear people who take public transportation, public transportation, especially people in New York, who come from outside and bring their ass indoors and sit on their bed, on their couches and stuff like that. Gross to y'all. It That's nasty. That is nasty. Nasty. Dirty. Yeah, dirty. Yeah, dirty. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I don't really fuck with her anyway. I don't fuck with none of the bitches on the real right now. I really like Tamar, and I support Tamar, the underdog. I love Tamar. But we're going to get into our next segment of the show, which is called MVP of the Week. We give somebody the MVP of the Week for being great, being amazing, being awesome. And you can go first. Who's your MVP of the Week? My MVP of the Week is going to be Remy Ma and all of the hip-hop cast who's securing the back, who's getting a million dollars plus episode. I fucks with it. Like... Remy Ma is really on this on this platform, especially now, like not being really conversational is really getting a bag and like getting. She barely on the show though. Barely on the show, but barely on the show because she got she's a mother and a child. But like last season, she was on there, and so for you and your boo to be securing a more than a million dollars, a million point five per episode, and not being out here and being messy and still securing your other bags too, I respect it. Cause everybody gotta be. Some people had to get get on these platforms to be messy and shit, and she didn't have to be messy. If you really think about it. Yeah, shout out to the Love of Hip Hop New York cast. They making that bread. Right. That's why it's only ten episodes because it's too much to pay for. <laughs> um, my MVP of the week is definitely the two people. One that's musically, one that's not. My MVP of the week is gonna go to um, definitely Little Uzi for putting out a good cohesive project with sixteen songs that are all very good and equal in like boptivityness. I definitely feel like um. They held him back from putting out this album. This album was supposed to come out last year Damn. in the beginning. So I definitely feel like it was a worth the wait. He even revised his album, um, went to work on it again um, before putting it out with Tyler, the creator, because he felt like the songs wasn't hard enough. So shout out to Little Uzi for um, putting out a great project. You're definitely going to be one of the MVP of the weeks. But my original MVP of the week was going to go to child star actor Corey Felding for um, putting awareness in Hollywood to a lot of the um, stuff going on with children being raped in Hollywood, being molested in Hollywood. Yeah. He put together a documentary that's going to air tonight, guys, at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Um, basically... What, the, what TV show? It's not on the TV show. It's going to be on the streaming site, but you got to pay for it. ¿Cuánto dinero? Um, like $7. Okay, okay. But, um, he put together um, a documentary basically talking about how him and his co-star, when he was younger, they was both molested by yeah. um, directors and stuff and like that. Himself. He also um, talked about how basically when he um, talked about it, Hollywood Black Bolton, for example... When he went on The View and he talked about how he was raped years ago, he never changed his story even to now. Yeah. He went on The View years ago and told them how he was molested and raped. Barbara Walters um, said out her mouth, you're going to ruin an industry. She didn't have no compassion for him or, sh- or the kids that are child actors. Now, he just she just said, you're going to ruin an industry. Um, Matt Lauer, who was also caught up for um, sexual assault <laughs> and women, 
tried to um, silence Corey and shame Corey for actually being raped and assaulted. Um, Corey has also talked about how a lot of there's um, tonight he's gonna expose a big celebrity who's still very big, still very popular that was that is also a child molester. So we don't know who this person the is. Victim he said, or the victim or the or the, the abuser. Or the abuser. He wow. said the abuser is big, way bigger than Bill Cosby, way powerful than Bill Cosby. He said that he's gonna expose everybody tonight by name. He said that he's not gonna because he wrote a book and he couldn't use names. Well, I but love he a name said, He said that he's gonna drop names. He's gonna tell everybody that um that raped him and um other people and people that's still out there, still popular, that's still doing it. And I just want to pat this man on the back because yeah. he's been telling the same story for 20 years. Never changed his story. He has been shamed. He has been blackballed. They have ruined his career. He put together this money for this documentary on his own and raised this money. So I just want everybody, if you're listening, to check out the Corey Feldman documentary. I'm going to have the podcast up ASAP so you guys that's listening, that listen to us on these streaming services, could go watch this. Tune in, guys. 9 o'clock sharp. It's going to replay Again at three in the morning because it's gonna play in foreign countries. You mm. know our time is different in foreign countries, yeah. but it's gonna play twice and it's just gonna talk about a lot of the molestation and disgustingness and you know that is going on in Hollywood. It probably be on YouTube soon too. Yeah, it's gonna be on YouTube. It's gonna be on the streaming sites as well. You know they, you know us. We like to record everything, mm-hmm. but I just feel like that's very disgusting. I feel like I'm very proud of him. I feel like shame to all of you people who shamed this man. Shame to Barbara Walters and Matt Lauer for trying to silence this man. Because they are part of that shit too. You don't have to be just a rapist to be a part of it. If you are somebody that's silencing the victim, a you are of- also a part of it. Yeah. yeah. You are also a part of the rape. And let's believe our victims. Our victims, are, you ain't out here just crying rape, especially in this climate, especially in how Corey Feldman came up, like in his clique of actors and actresses and singers and stuff like that. All of them killed themselves. They like they the, all on drugs or killed themselves. The um he was on the show Corey and Corey. Yeah. And the other Corey he killed he himself killed and he committed suicide. Well they say he committed suicide but what it was is his um he was already drugging himself mm. but it raised his pressure to a point where he couldn't yeah, take it. His yeah. body gave up on yeah. him and he died. But he was doing that because he was raped and his mom is mad at this Corey, Corey Feldman because she knows his, her son had a dark past. He went through a lot. She don't want to talk about it anymore. But I feel like sometimes you have to talk about these to things. To save somebody else. These people are still in these places of power and or higher. higher. And so you need to save somebody else. Somebody else's child actors or, or somebody else who's lower in the game or coming up and things happen to them. Speak up. Like, don't let nobody silence your ass. Like, don't, no. Don't, yeah. don't let nobody tell you that your story is not valid. Your story is valid. So definitely, Corey Feldman is definitely the MVP of the week. And yeah guys that's it we gave you guys a lot of extra show almost two hours and that's it for us you guys can follow us and listen to our show every week we do this every week you guys can listen to us on spotify on soundcloud on apple music guys make sure you listen this is our 23rd show go through listen from 1 to 23 make sure you guys are caught up on everything you guys can follow me at on instagram at underscore rashamel that is underscore r-a-s-h-a-m-e-l you guys can follow my baby taylor at underscore c-a-l-l-m-e-h-c-h-e-e-k-z i'm on all platforms um, anywhere you can stalk your baby father or your ex, I am there. So make sure you guys tune in to us each and every Monday and Wednesday, guys. And we are out. Okay, Ju- Okay.